0: Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick ass websites and get found online. Visit zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode.
1: This is Tristan Miller, visual artist and strength coach, and you are listening to Free Pizza.
0: Free Pizza, your platform for creatives. And today we have the amazing Tate Myers. What's up,
1: Tate? What's up? Thank
0: you for having me. I'm so excited. I know. I'm, I'm so hyped. I met you in Savannah. Uh, I guess it's been two weeks now, maybe a week. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> Thomas has gone crazy for the past couple couple weeks. And we met in Savannah and Corinne knew I was going there like two months ago. I was like, you have to meet Tate. It's like, who is Tate? <laughs> and he showed me your profile, and I said, i I know that person. I've known you from hardcore and punk stuff around North Carolina, and I was i never really met you. And Samantha knows you as well, Samantha Prester. So I was like, I know who that is. I've never met uh, Tate, but I've always wanted to. I think your work is amazing, and uh, we, we met in Savannah, and it was awesome, dude.
1: It was it was just one of those things where it just I don't know. I like knew going into it. I knew who you were. Uh, I didn't know that much about you. I've seen your work before. Same." same respect there where I'm just like man like he takes amazing photos and then whenever you uh hit me up I was like there was nothing that was like stranger danger you're going to hang out with a dude like whatever I was like I gotta do this like I gotta go and it was like I swear like not to be like annoying but it was like such a reset for me really uh, it was like, so refreshing and just like kind of fly by the seat of your pants and we just walked and sweated our asses off and <laughs> talked it was it was amazing it was so so awesome
0: yes and i originally planned to just interview there in person with you but tom just didn't work out so um the hang was awesome Savannah, i got a taste of that savannah heat and i that probably wasn't as bad as it usually gets <laughs> i'm sure it gets a lot worse
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but it's all good it's all good so yes yeah, so you're a graphic designer and illustrator an amazing one at best um so let's talk about where you i guess where you're born you were born in canada yes right so let's talk about Sorry. that and what brought you down to north carolina and eventually to we'll get to georgia. georgia
1: yeah so um i feel like a fake canadian a little bit i was born there i lived there for about a year and then my parents hit the road and moved to of all places, they picked Fayetteville, North Carolina, which I love my hometown. Um, I'm not talking shit on where I came from, but they went (laughs) to Austin. They went, I think, like, four or five different states, like, around the United States and settled on, I don't want to say settled, chose Fayetteville, North Carolina. Really? Interesting. Yeah, so they came down when I was, like, a baby, Um, but even though I didn't or i didn't stay in canada we would get in the van and drive there like 12 hour 13 hour drives like two or three times a year with my mom and me and my siblings and um like i think part of being canadian as far as like how i identify with myself now is just like dude hockey like my dad worked (laughs) for the hockey team in faith which fable has a hockey team um really and it yeah, it's it's gone through three different names now. It's on their third one since I've been alive. But my dad was the team doctor, so we get to sit right behind the players for free and like watch my dad stitch up hockey players and like unfortunately, I mean it's nobody's fault, but I've seen lots of naked hockey players growing up. Oh my I was god. In the locker room and just wait for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh i think uh yeah not, not growing up in canada but being canadian is still just like a big part of my identity it's just like one of those little spicy facts about me like oh where are you from like oh i'm from canada they're like like what you're, you're from canada i'm like yeah i have a green card. like whatever yeah but um i think just being canadian uh my like I'm super passionate about hockey um, kind of rediscovered that this year and then yes. on top of that like, I don't know that this is like a Canadian trait but uh, everyone in my family is like a farmer or like an industrial worker like just very blue collar and so like there's this work ethic on top of just like family is your family and mm. you know you make it you make it work and um, I know that's not for everybody um, there are people that can't have those relationships with their family but just growing up I've been privileged enough to have a family where it's like even if they make me want to blow my brains out mm. I still love them yes that is my family <laughs> and I like couldn't picture my life without them as as crazy as they can make me so even though I'm a transplant um I think there's a little bit of Canadian twang to me still. and I apparently that. I say some words like Canadian but then I go up there and they think I talk like I don't know Southern Belle yes like (laughs) honey boo boo y'all yes I said is that cornbread we were at like a buffet and like what is cornbread I was like y'all don't know they don't know what grits are they don't know cornbread soda they're like they're those people where it's like it's pop Pop. it's called pop I'm like get over it
0: Yep, my family's oh, from Connecticut, and they, they all say pop.
1: <laughs> they do that in Connecticut, too?
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yep, this is a northern thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, wild.
1: Yeah, so uh, anyways, came to North Carolina, grew up in North Carolina, like, my whole life, and then um, went to community college in North Carolina for what's supposed to be a two-year thing, became, like, a four-year thing, because life happened, and I'm not, like, Uh, just do it at your own pace person but like like I wouldn't I wouldn't preach that to anybody because I just think that's like kind of cliche to like hound someone about but I've always just been like hey this isn't working for me right now let me just like step away yeah and like in hindsight I've been like oh I guess I've always been really good at just like doing things at my own pace um so I got my associate's degree in four years in Fayetteville and then I moved here to get my bachelor's, which was supposed to be like another two years. I think it was a three or four year ordeal here in Savannah as well. But, um, you know, you drop in, you drop out. uh, Grades weren't really good. Mental health wasn't good. Mm -hmm. uh, Bills were bad, so I needed to work. And so there's just like so many factors that happen in life if you just don't have like this cookie cutter setting for you
0: yes um, and i'm not
1: complaining um because i feel like everything that's ever happened to me makes me like the me i am today which i am proud of yes uh but it just it wasn't like two years two years it was like oh, okay you're here and then okay we're here now but we're gonna get it done when we get it done kind of thing which is kind of how i look at a lot of stuff now
0: right 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 which is not a bad way to to look at life you know um, no,
1: I think before it made me feel behind, you know, because mm. I'm 23 in school with like 18-year-olds um, here at SCAD in Savannah. And I, it was just like, what, like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm too old to be here. But then every now and then you have like a 50-year-old in your class that just like wanted to go get a degree. And then same with community college. I think it was more forgiving there because in community college, I'm, like, the youngest person there with, like, my 60-year-old friend, Jim, and then here's Karen, who's 47. You know what I mean? So, community college is just, like, you are introduced to so many different walks of life through your peers, but, like, when you go to, like, a traditional, like, university or college, you don't really get that perspective. So, I'm really grateful I got both. Yep. Um, also, for financial purposes, it was um but oh, i didn't yeah, know that's true. what i was doing um i didn't want to go to college i went to community college wow. to make my parents shut up you know no way and, yeah no i my parents got divorced my senior year of high school and it was like a big just like fuck you mom fuck you dad thing. like i was like i'm not applying to school because you guys ruined my life kind of thing just like yeah you know thank you yeah. team. nothing i'm proud of but just juvenile and then um so i signed up for community college Didn't know what I wanted to go for. Knew, like I was already in art classes doing theater. I loved art, but like never once was I like, this will be how I make money. You know, I just, I think a lot of artists look at their work as like passion project work and not like money, like this could be my career. And so I go sit down with a counselor to like figure out my path for community college and the counselor guy happens to run the fine arts program
0: oh wow
1: and i know this was like it was written in the stars it was like one of those things so i'm sitting down and i'm like yeah like i don't really know you asked me what i care about and i'm like i like art like i like just making things and he's like well why don't we put you on an art path here like duh yeah and i was like because you can't make money doing that and like i will never forget He said, whoever tells you that you can't make money from art is a bad fucking artist. Yes. He told me that. And like, his name was Sean McDaniel. I never even had him as a teacher. That was the only time I ever met him because I think he left the school shortly after. But he told me that. And I was just like, oh, okay, maybe I could do this. And so it was just, it was like the most like bizarre in a way because um, he gets me signed up for these classes. And then he, you know, he's out of the picture. Now I'm in these art classes getting my associate's degree, but with like a focus in visual arts. And at community college, you ha- your professors have to have, um, what's after a bachelor's degree? A master's. master's yeah. Your professors master's. have to have a master's degree in art to teach you art at a community college, which I just could not believe that. And so I have these so talented, so smart, um amazing professors and i'm learning so much I'm, I'm doing new materials we're doing clay watercolor whatever and i'm getting so good because that's all i'm doing and so they asked me like "Well, what are you gonna do after i was like i don't know like graduate figure it out whatever and they're like you need to get your bachelor's degree like you need to push this like keep going and so i was like okay um and at this point uh the only art school SCAD does this thing I went to SCAD SCAD does this thing they go to your high school they show you the coolest montage you've ever fucking seen in your life and you're 16 years old and you're in this big like library setting with your art class and you're like oh my god like that looks like a movie like that that's not a real place um they show it to you and then you all go back to classroom like oh my god like I gotta go to SCAD like yeah. that's where you have to be and it's it's like visually appealing but on top I mean SCAD does have these artists that have you know gone there and like accomplished amazing things right so it's not just like they show you this visual like hypnotizing thing it's like they they have these credentials to back it up and so you see it as a 16 year old and you're like oh my god and then they give you the pamphlet with tuition, and I don't think then I knew what like God. I I it's not it, it's definitely more expensive now, but let's let's guess it was like 35k then, right? Mm-hmm. A year, and so you see that and you're like, oh okay, like college whatever. And then you get older and you're like, that's a lot of money. uh so
0: yes, it is.
1: <laughs> I I knew at like in high school, it's like that's where I'm gonna go. Like that would be awesome. And then you know your parents get divorced, and then like you go party all the time, and then you just end up at community college. So then you kind of forget about it. And then my professors were like, well, like where do you see yourself? Like what do you want to do? I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, I saw the SCAD thing in high school. I thought that was cool. And they're like, you should go to SCAD. Yeah. Like, SCAD's a great school. You should just go. And I'm like, okay. And because I was transferring, um, my student debt was gonna be like, not nothing, but nothing in comparison to what everyone else was gonna have. Um, and on top of that, SCAD will give you these scholarships. And then um, I was very lucky that growing up, my dad set aside a chunk of money and said, this is for you to go to school. When it's gone, that's that's, that's it. it, Like yeah. you figure out the rest. And so I had that as well. And it didn't last my whole time at SCAD because SCAD is really expensive. But uh, yeah, so I applied. Everyone gets in at SCAD. So that's the thing. Like, it's not like they look through your portfolio. At least for a bachelor's program, everyone gets in. Wow. Yes. Master's program, they will review it and you may or may not get in. I know master's is different, but bachelor's, oh, you sent us an application. Congratulations, come to SCAD.
0: No Uh, way.
1: Yes. And the thing is like, you can submit a portfolio and they can review it and you can get scholarships based on your work, but everybody gets it. And I think that's kind of just like the SCAD like money kind of thing mm-hmm. is because, oh my God, dad, like I'm going to SCAD, I got accepted. And so you go and you're there. And then you realize, oh, like this is the most like work I've ever had to do in my entire life. And it's like, I did a lot of work in uh, community college. SCAD is no joke. You have three or four classes at a time, but they're on a 10 week span. So you're in them for three hours, boom, 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 boom. You have to have all this work done. And um, it's, they, they do train you to like be prepared for like the industry and like meeting deadlines for sure but it's just these kids show up and they're like, oh, like, I can't do this. This is not for but me. Then, no, <laughs> but then then you've already paid like, I don't know, like 30 something K to go for a year. And then you're like, I can't do this, gotta go by. And it, it's happened to a lot of people, um, which is sad. And I wouldn't say that that's like the scat intention, but it's just, I just don't think people show up prepared um I was lucky to show up as a god I was like maybe 23 Mm -hmm. a 23 year old who like kind of knew what I was capable of knew not to go out and party like kind of got all that fun stuff out of the way when I was younger so I got here and knowing I was get I was gonna have to pay for it not my parents after a certain point like it was gonna be my debt I was like nope this is school time like I'm not kidding around with that so anyways and up here um at SCAD and um I know there is like a I don't want to say the word stigma but there is a hmm there's a well, I don't know the word but there's something attached to SCAD where it's like SCAD you know mm-hmm. like it's a negative connotation
0: yeah
1: um and I get it and I agree with a lot of that really but I well, as far as like basically taking over Savannah, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's this negative connotation with SCAD and just kind of just like buying everything and taking everything and,
0: fine. you know,
1: old Savannah getting relocated, yeah. that ordeal. But uh, as far as like me as an illustration uh, major, my professors, I would die for them. They are incredible people. I learned so much whenever I graduated and I was like negotiating an hourly wage for a contract. I reached out to like three of them and they were like, oh my God, we're so stoked to hear from you. This is what I would do, da, 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 da. And so it's like past graduation with my program, I, I don't wanna say for the school as a whole because I have friends that have different experiences, but for illustration specifically, amazing people i learned so much i would not be anywhere prepared for what i'm doing now if it wasn't for them and you know how they taught me and like trained me um so scad expensive uh i want to say it's good for savannah past a certain point um but as far as like illustration majors and going there i just like uh i had such a good experience with them
0: that's so, such a good experience that's so awesome and I want to dive deeper into that um so I give people a real world I guess sense of how it is there with your projects and stuff but I want to back up a little bit because I want to hear because I know you were into the arts when you were at Fayetteville, Fayetteville Community College but mm-hmm. when did it when did it really start like when did you start noticing that you loved art was it in high school was it before that like when did you know that you you loved art
1: um That's always like a funny question because like, I mean, my mom saves everything, right? And so there's all these drawings from like kindergarten or whatever. But I have an older brother and he's like my half brother. We're not very close at all, but I'm, let's see, I'm 27. So he's got to be like 34, 35. Mm -hmm. And he was my oldest brother. I thought he was so cool and he loved anime. He lives in Japan now.
0: Oh but shoot! He,
1: yeah, he he uh he lived in Thailand and Japan. So he anyways he introduced me to anime uh, when I had to be like maybe five or six, and so I learned what that was and I just thought it visually was so cool and cute. And then my just thought my brother was the coolest person in the world. So I was like, I'm gonna get into this. Like this is this is what I want to do. So I would like go buy like the or. I'd buy my mom and make her go buy like the graphic like card captor books yep. and like Tokyo Mew Mew and Sergeant Frog I got away with at some point but and I would just redraw all the things and just like scan them and I had a Neopets account and I <laughs> put on my profile being like Let's someone see it like I'm so good yeah. <laughs> I would draw them on MS Paint like <laughs> And it, it just, it started from, I think, wanting to impress somebody that I really wanted to have this, like, closer relationship with, mm-hmm. and it turned into, like, I would just draw and draw and draw, and then Neopets, I got a Neopets, so I would draw all these Neopets, and then Hamtaro, yes. like, all these, like, cutie little anime things that were, like, I don't know, nine-year-old friendly, um, I would just draw all the time, and so... I got to middle school, um, I would, like, well, I did graffiti a lot in middle school. My friends were all, like, four or five years older than me. Okay. Um, Yeah, so I'm, like, 12 years old running around at, like, midnight with 17-year-olds telling my mom I'm, like, staying the night at so-and-so's whatever. (laughs)
0: Hell yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: But... And it was all like, again, just like cutie stuff. Like I would go not spray paint, like my name. I'd like make these characters and then I'd go like spray paint them or like I would draw on the stickers and just like slap those up. Cause that was the safe thing. Cause I was always like scared of getting in trouble.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so then graffiti was huge in middle school and then high school kind of mellowed out to painting. And so I started painting and doing stencils a lot, like kind of incorporating graffiti with like a fine arts thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I made all these stencils and I got into like an art show in high school and I made this stencil. stencil. Have you seen Gummo?
0: You know what? I've been told to watch that and I've not watched it.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm not, a lot of people like that, those are like cult classic movies. Yeah, exactly. I like feeling happy and (laughs) movies like Gummo make me feel just like at the end
0: kind of grimy yeah
1: (laughs) they uh I did a stencil of someone a character from that movie and I got like an award for it in like some juried art show and I was just like okay oh shit so yeah it's just uh I just like always thought of it as like a fun thing and I didn't make art like one way it was just like however I want to make something whenever I want to make it like it's my way and so then you get to college and uh i was a realistic painter and i would paint naked bodies and draw them all the time and i'd draw like i did drawings of like sasha gray and then i'd like have my friends like send me pictures of them like squeezing their boobs together naked and it wasn't just like send nudes like i was like i want to draw people i mean you know about this you know what i mean where it's like it's naked but there's nothing raunchy or like sexual about it it's all tasteful yeah, exactly. And so I did a lot of realistic drawings and paintings, and I came here as a painting major, uh, but then I got into a car accident, mm. and I spent a lot of time in the hospital, and I was like, Lang, I was like, what am I going to do? And I'm not saying you can't do something with a painting degree, but I personally was like, I don't want to be a teacher. I don't want to paint like and teach people how to paint. And I, in my head, I couldn't think of anything else I would do with a painting degree. So I was like, I need to change it. So I changed illustration, which means making, you know, illustrating things, but how you want to make them. So you could paint them, you could draw them, you can do it digitally, um, scan things, do collage. It just, you yeah. know, get the message across, or, you know, you know, meet the goal of the client or the project, but do it how you want. And that was just perfect for me because I change what I want to do with art like every
0: month yeah so which is good that's
1: how I
0: ended up yeah wow that's what a road that's that's wild so you started a painting got an accident with illustration because there was I guess there was more versatility with illustration and graphic exactly. design um so you took it to SCAD so with SCAD we I guess you went into when you went into illustration did, did your classes change like did you have to change your whole direction
1: so um luckily i got a car accident um but no i mean it wasn't a big shift because i had gone to scad for one week and um after that week uh was my car accident and so i was in classes for a week and then i had to drop them so um i think when you start at scad even transferring in there's like a couple classes you have to knock out and then you start taking like your major classes and so it wasn't like a big shift in direction because you still have to take like color theory and okay basic like that like figure drawing
0: yeah i didn't know because i know the art school here at uncg um is all very well-rounded and then you go into your concentration so i guess it's kind of the same thing They want to make you a well-rounded artist and then go into your major
1: exactly
0: hell yeah that's awesome so you did that and you said the classes were pretty intense that you have, <laughs> so, yeah. So give, I've interviewed a few people from SCAD, mostly photographers. So tell us how the course load was and maybe give us some examples of some of your projects you, you had to do to give uh, people who maybe be interested in going there um, a realistic view of how it is. Okay, let's
1: see. So um, every class is the same in illustration where it's like, for the most part, hey, we need 10 to 50 thumbnails of this composition, like this project, we need you to brainstorm, bring these to class. So you go home, you do the thumbnails, you come to class in a day or two, you show them, everyone goes through, picks like the best of whatever. Okay, go home, revise these ones that are like the better ones. We need a value study as well, as well as color schemes like that you might go with. So then you go home, you redraw like the better of the group. And then you apply like a grayscale study on top of like what colors you might use. You bring that back, that gets critiqued. But on top of this, like you have to be moving it along. Like, it sounds like do it, like do a little thing, bring it back. But it's like, no, because you know it's due in about a week and a half, like completely. So it's like you you come back to class the next day with what you need, but also you should be already on the next step. You know what i mean oh because God. it just it's it you have a week and a half to get from start to finish on top of having two other classes with the same kind of deadlines um so it's i guess i guess when you break it down that way like it makes sense for somebody that does things when they need to be done but i had no like sense of time or work ethic really when yeah. i first got to scat so yeah. i'd be like oh yeah like i'll do it on sunday night and then it's Sunday and it's eight o'clock and I'm like, I need an Adderall like prescription because like, I just can't get things done. Holy and I'm shit. like, well, no, you didn't work all weekend. Bro. Oh, yeah. Like, and so I had like this, like attitude towards scat. I'm like, I don't sleep. I don't eat. I I do is work. But I also was like putting things off and procrastinating along with these insane deadlines that I was losing my fucking mind. And like, it just took a while for me to be like, huh, like maybe I should start before Sunday. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, in SCAD, I think most of the majors are like this. There's like, I didn't sleep last night. Mm-hmm. And, like, people are, like, oh, my God. Like, you work so hard. It's going to look so-. Like, you know what I mean? And people equate you being miserable and not sleeping and not having time to eat and coming to class looking like shit, as in, like, your project's going to look the best because you worked the hardest on it. And there's just, like, this, like, oh, you – Like, scat. Sleep comes after death is, like, a thing.
0: Oh, my God. I've yeah. never heard that before.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's so, like – ugh because no like at, awful. At my senior my senior my last year at scad it got to a point where i was like if i'm gonna be up past 2 a.m working on this i'm not i'm gonna take my ass to sleep mm-hmm. and i'm gonna wake up the next day and start over i will take the l i will show up in class without like, i'm not gonna bring in a half finished product like i'm not gonna waste everyone's critique time i'm gonna go to my professor and be like i blew it like my bad i'm not gonna make everyone critique something that's not finished I, like wow. I said. So how
0: how that work so did did they accept that? Did they let you finish it?
1: So yeah, I mean you can always finish it later and get points. Um, I learned how to be a good communicator and once I learned how to manage my time a little bit better and it wasn't like I was going to class every week like oh I'm gonna be late, I'm sorry blah blah blah. like I took some time off from school and I came back with a better sense of like self and just like how to manage what I'm doing. And I think there were like a couple times where it was just like one of those weeks, you know? And I would shoot an email as soon as I got the feeling, hey, this is what's going on. I'm dealing with, like, and I wouldn't even have to really say what I'm dealing with, you know? I would just be like, "Uh, this is something that's going on. I just don't feel well right now. I might have something late. I just want to give you a heads up. I would never be like, please let me turn it in for full credit. You know what I mean? Like, because I learned that these professors, they just want you to communicate with them. Like, I'm not going to show up and be like, Oh, sorry. It's like, like, you know, so I learned a lot about communication with these people too, because it's just the more proactive I am about communicating with people, if something may or may not go wrong, it's just like, our relationship is just going to be so much better. Like I really value how my professors perceived me. So I like had to be a good communicator because. I wanted to be like them, so I didn't want them to view me as, like, this lazy, like, procrastinating piece of shit, like, they needed to know I cared, because I did care, and that's why I refused, if I didn't get something done, people would show up, like, half-finished work, oh, and this is gonna look like this, and get the fuck out of here, why are you wasting my time, it's not done, take it home, come back,
0: like, and I
1: don't, (laughs) I just, I just, I don't know, I just value, my time and everybody else's time way more than that to to i don't know waste it
0: right it makes perfect sense and that's a cool little that's cool that they teach you you know communication skills and and being upfront front and being honest because life happens you know you're 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 going through your own thing they have things come up as well and as long as you convey that then it's fine that's cool that they're able to let you to still get more points on it later on
1: yeah and- oh and they god there was one time i just kept crying and like coming to class crying it was because I wasn't getting my work done because I was like putting it off and I was abusing Adderall and just like losing my fucking mind and I went to class just like crying talking to my professor like this is what's going on I'm so sorry blah blah blah. and then I get an email it's like someone's worried about you please come in for counseling blah 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 and so they they do uh, at least again this is all from my experience with my major they take that very seriously yeah um if someone isn't showing up or someone's showing up and just kind of falls out um they're they've had i remember one year i was there i think two people committed suicide
0: no way yes oh
1: it's it's a very heavy workload is very draining and very exhausting so in my experience with my professors they are like every class starts that way you get you're like um what you're going to be working on for the quarter, and then there's like a whole section dedicated to these are counseling services. This is where you can go if you don't want to go. This you can do this. You can always talk to this person. And so they go over all the resources with you because it's just it's such uh such a workload on like your mental as well.
0: Jesus, God, I mean, a lot I, of work. <laughs> in that way, if you go into the industry it is very hectic and the deadlines are very you know they're like that for real so that kind of makes sense of them setting you up for how it really is but still right. giving you a little bit of leniency and being loose too because that's kind of real world too I've been in scenarios where like the deadlines were pretty intense but they gave you some wiggle room so that's yeah. thats good to kind of convey that in school too that's wild so what were we going to talk about?
1: We were going <laughs> to say um <laughs> This is anywhere but here. My name's Maria. My name is Tom. And we are two reluctant residents of Greensboro, North Carolina who yeah. want to talk about it. And want to talk about it with other reluctant residents of Greensboro <laughs> and kind of explore our accidental love for the city. Yeah, it'll be great. I'm excited. I'm very excited. We're going to have guests and then you and I are going to talk for hours many many hours (laughs) so many hours we're looking forward to it this is chris facey and you're listening to the free pizza podcast
0: all right we're back zoom why are you putting a time limit on these meetings now i've never had that before all throughout covid anyways we're back
1: you are like "Hmm."
0: (laughs) very rude (laughs) Okay, so let's go to you graduating um, from SCAD. Um, so can you talk to us about maybe what's going through your head as maybe career-wise or your goal after graduating and maybe even the last steps at SCAD, like your final projects and all that? Talk yeah. About that.
1: So um, with SCAD, I, I think everybody has a class like this, but you do like your exit, like interview kind of thing. But what you do is you do a career and strategies class where – so with SCAD, you do a career and strategies class where they find out where you want to go, what kind of job you want, and they will help you curate projects for your portfolio that cater to that, that route. So that way, when you are outside of school and you're graduated, you have these portfolio pieces to show, you know, like I wanted to do surface design. I made so many patterns in that class because I was, I wanted to design children's clothes um, oh, yeah. and garments and stuff so um that's what i did in that class but the teacher kind of hones in or the professor will hone in on what you want and then together you guys work together to figure out you design your own projects but it's to benefit you um and then i want to say it's a financial success class or something like that they teach you about taxes getting an llc um exactly how to budget Mm. if you're doing a contract how to set aside money for taxes making a monthly budget, very helpful. And they give you all these documents to save for later. Um, And so with that class as well, you work on your marketing a little bit, like your personal branding. So it's like, I um, updated like my resume in that class. And, you know, I made like a stationary set with my branding on it that I would send to companies. So um, it's a little bit of both. Um, And then your final class is a professional it's what is it, portfolio, professional portfolio, I think is what it is. And so with that class, it's again, it's curated based on the student. And so the student and teacher will kind of just meet and talk about what you want to get out of graduating, and where you want to be. And so in that class, um, I revisited old work and made it up to my standards with what I learned between then and now.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: And you update like your website and you really perfect your branding. And it's so, uh, community based. Like I had the best group of students in that class. And by that time, all the people that are just kind of like weaving in and out, they're all gone because mm-hmm. that's the last class you take. So everyone gives a shit and everybody's rooting for you. And it's just such a, it was such an overwhelmingly like loving feeling presenting something on zoom. Cause that this, this is COVID times but on zoom. And then, you know, 20 people I've never met in real life are just like, Tate, this was fucking awesome. Or like, Hey, I think you could do this because blah, blah, blah. And so it's like, there's nothing. And I mean, i have never, I really don't think critique ever has much malice to it unless you're like in a bad group, but yeah, yeah. everyone just wants you to be successful. Um, and it was, it was such, it was such an awesome experience. And so Then you graduate and you have, you know, your website's up to date with what you can do. Your resume looks really good. You have all these portfolio pieces that cater to like the companies that you want. And on top of that, like I really wanted to work for Carter's kids. I wanted to design Mm. for them Um, because I make fun, cute, like lovable characters. That's what I like to do. And I, I could totally see them on kids clothes. And so my portfolio professor arden he had a really good relationship with them really um oh, wow. yeah. well SCAD, they, these companies certain companies will come to scad and search for talent and then leave before they like post like a job opportunity online or something because mm-hmm. they know oh. that scad really pushes you to make the best work you can
0: yeah
1: so like I know Hobby Lobby is one of those companies where, like, I watched a presentation from them, and then you know I interviewed with them just for like shits and giggles. Um, got a job offer to go move to Oklahoma City and design for Hobby Lobby. I didn't take it, but um, you told me about that. Like Kohl's Cole. is one of those companies. Emma went through uh, through Scad and she got it because she's fucking awesome. But my friend Emma works for Kohl's now in Milwaukee, and it's an one of those Scad relationships. So. Um, that is a good thing. If those are like some of the companies that somebody could see themselves working for is that you might have a professor that knows somebody over there who will get you that interview before you even have to apply because they will vouch for you.
0: Yo, that's insane. Uh, And their word holds weight.
1: Yes. And that is, that's another big thing. Like people consider that tuition, like you are paying for networking essentially. If that's something you take seriously, you are paying for those connections. And I don't, think that is like something someone needs to pay for but it doesn't hurt um at least like in my perspective where i got this really great education and on top of that you know i can call this professor and like hey i want to interview for carters finally like do you think you could set that up for me um but
0: yeah so then
1: uh they they really they want you to succeed my from again I keep saying from my experience because I I know some people that went into other majors and were just like yeah I don't know um but illustration I just I those professors were like my family they all felt like my dad um (laughs) and like my aunt and stuff so they were they were really great and so um I graduated and uh during COVID and uh I don't even like it just feels like such a blur i think i was just chilling for a little bit Mm -hmm. like i was just like god like i just worked so hard for so long i'm good so i chilled for a little bit and that's when i started working on my own stuff my own branding um because i was just like i worked digital for years because that's how you make these deadlines work and I just wanted to touch things and like whatever. So I started doing embroidery at my house. Um, I signed up for a pottery class. Uh, I like designed keychains, And so I just like put things that I thought were awesome onto things that other people could purchase if they wanted to. And like, not really thinking like, this is it, you know like this is gonna be like my main source of income. But I was just like, this is something fun and I love it and I care about it and other people seem to like it. So like, why not like put it out there? Yeah. Yeah. And That's like part of like, just like, there's, there's a lot less pressure on me to make the thing or like make something somebody has to have because it's, I'm, I'm working other things and I'm doing other jobs. So it's just like, I just want it to be something I'm proud of. And if I'm proud of and other people like it, that's awesome. And I think eventually I'd like to, you know, zone in on it a little bit harder because I know if I went hard on it, it would pay off. You would like, make, I you know would kill it. it would. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just there's just I I'm such an anxious person. Over the last few years, my anxiety has just like skyrocketed, and so I'm just like trying to work on that because uh, whenever I like look at something, I'm like, this needs to make me a lot of money. I just get like claustrophobic and I just shut down and right. I hide from it. So, um, yeah, that's when I started working on like my stuff and just having a really good time with that. And then my parents are coming to visit and I didn't have a job and I need to tell them I had a job. So <laughs> I took <laughs> an interview for like this bike company, yeah, uh, like 30 minutes away designing like their art, I guess. And they wanted me to like work with their like social media and whatever. 45-hour work week job, 30 minutes away. Uh, I was like, okay, like, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. I'll do it. Met up with my professor, my portfolio professor. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm there. I just had my third interview. They're totally making me the offer tomorrow. And he like listened to me and was like, just let me talk for a while. And then he was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yes. And I was like what? He's like, this has nothing to do with anything I learned about you. in like the three or four months we had class together, this has nothing to do with your goals. It doesn't like align with what you want. Like, I don't understand what you're doing. Yes. And I was, he was like, he literally was like, cause he's like, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Tell me why you want this. And I was like, uh, uh, he's like, fuck your mom. Fuck money what do you want to do and I was like sobbing I it was a it was supposed to be like a coffee thing
0: Mm -hmm. in his
1: office I was with him for three hours like coming out like (laughs) 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 but in a great way because he challenged me and I really was going to do this thing because I thought I had to do it and I didn't think there was like another way around it and I left and he was just like I'm not telling you what to do but let's just you know I think if you really gave this route uh, like a shot you'd be surprised he's like you're scared of trying you don't want to fail but I think you got it and so I was like okay and I laughed (laughs) I like called my boyfriend I was like yeah I don't think I'm gonna take that job and he was like wait he's like you were really excited about that job like three hours ago Hmm. I was like but this guy knows me like he doesn't like just love me and like support he knows what like yes. he knows the path i want and he's experienced it like a thousand lifetimes i feel like of it and so i was just like yeah but i i don't think i want it anymore and you know of course my mom was like okay like you know we'll talk about it like let's figure out what we got to do now and i got the offer the next morning through email which i thought was a little funny i didn't call you no oh like, wow so many- now and so and I interviewed in person with them so anyway I get this email and I just start sobbing Mm. like I'm so sad because now I have to choose to say no I was hoping they wouldn't make the offer I was like just tell me no and I don't have to make the choice and I can blame you guys but they sent me the offer and I came out of my room and my roommate Emma's in the kitchen she's like what is wrong and I talked to her about it and she's like yeah, no, I happened to have a call about an interview the day before they called me, this other company, the company I work for now. They said, hey, we got your application. I don't even remember applying there. Like, can you interview with us? And I was like, yeah, like maybe Monday. Like, cause in my head, I'm like, I know I'm gonna take this job, but I should interview whatever. So I accepted the interview for this job and I go in the kitchen anyways, the day of the offer. And I'm just crying and I was like, all right, you have another interview on Monday. Like, I think there's a reason that you have that interview. Mm-hmm. Fuck this job. You gotta tell them no, you can't do it. Look how happy you aren't uh, about it. And just like, let's see what happens. And so it was just very validating that the two people closest to me were just like, okay, no, yeah, you're right. Like you shouldn't do that. Uh, so I interviewed with this company uh that monday i turned the other company down yeah and you know it was very respectful i was just like hey i didn't know what i wanted and if i do this with you guys i have to not do any of the other art that i want to do and i didn't realize that like i was just very transparent with them because i think that makes more sense than me going on three interviews and just being like don't really feel like it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and they were so they received the news really well but i interviewed with this other company doing graphic design something i've never been trained to do on illustrator a program i've never used before um but interview and they asked me about those things i'm like yeah no i have no experience i'm sorry but like you know it's is something i really want to do yeah it was like, whatever they called me a couple hours later and like hey do you just want to take this like do you just want to do it and i was just like let's go
0: damn right
1: <laughs> so it was an internship and it was a very low paying internship, but I could at least tell my parents I had a job and I could lie about what it was paying if they asked me. And <laughs> yes. I I said, Yeah, twenty dollars an hour, like blah 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 blah. And my mom, yeah, that girl. Mom's like, Oh, okay, cool. What about the other? I was like, Oh no, it just this was just a better opportunity. And like they don't know about art. No yep. one in my family's ever done this before. So they're just like, they okay. have to trust me, you know, they can't give me their experience because they have none. Uh, so I do the inner, uh, what is it called? Internship. Internship. I'm like thinking of interview. Yeah, I do it <laughs> nine to five, Monday through Friday for like three months. My first time doing like nine to five and it was remote. And so I'm learning how to use Illustrator. I'm designing like materials for conferences and like social media for this like very random corporate company that just happened to be someone I was working for. Yeah, They are... uh I don't know. I don't even want to call them what they're. I don't really know what they do. I just make the stuff that says don't drink and drive. Um, okay. But yeah. I do the internship and at the end of it, I was just like, this job, like, isn't fun for me right now. I only make $12 an hour. So I don't really care. They're not going to make me an offer anyways. Like I put it in the bucket bucket for like the last <laughs>
0: week. Yes.
1: I don't care. And this isn't what I want. Well, then they make me an offer. And it's a good offer because they were like, we want you on board. Uh, Tell us your hourly. And the guy I worked with, the guy that hired me was like, hey, let me know if you need any tips or advice to like negotiate your hourly, like very mentory for me. He's so awesome. And I was like, okay. And I knew I had an idea what I was going to ask for. I was like, I'm probably going to ask for like 35 and probably get 30, right?
0: 35 an hour.
1: Yes. Yes. And so I was like, I'll pitch 35. They'll probably give me 30 and I'd be okay with 30. So Aaron, my mentor, he's like kind of coaching me. He doesn't really ask me specifically what I'm gonna ask for, but then he like kind of puts it in perspective like what he would do and how he would present it. And his number was bigger than mine. And I was just like, Okay, go. Oh. Yeah. And so I sent him what I wanted and they're like, cool that not even, I didn't have to negotiate it. It was crazy. Oh my God. Yes, and so all of a sudden this job that I did like doing, it was just, I think $12 an hour was what was just making me just like not like it. And so this job that I was like kind of whatever about, I'm like, holy shit, like let's fucking go. Yes, I love Illustrator, I love graphic design. I love it all. (laughs) So. I uh, worked with them for like the rest of the year and they're like, hey, we gotta send you a new contract. And I reached out to my mentor. I was like, does this mean I should renegotiate because it's my contract for the next year? He said, yep. And then same thing, wasn't like, this is what you should do. But he was like, if I was in your shoes, I'd probably go this way. Pitched that, no negotiation, no problem. Here you go, take right here, it. take it, here you go. And so Bruh. now that's what I do for like my main source of income, which is crazy. It's project-based, I only get 20 hours or less a week, but because the hourly is so awesome that like if I just have a solid week or two, I can pay my bills for that month. And then anything past that is like saving or surplus or whatever. And then on top of that, I'm still selling some stuff here and there. I'll do like a drop with like my branding every like couple or few months. It's supposed to be monthly, but I can't keep up with that. I'm just not built for it. So I have all these things on these shelves that I just they're for they're for everybody but they're just not listed because I'm like I gotta take the best photos of them and I have to edit them the best way and then I just I'm just so it has to look perfect to me like I need to present it how I need it to be presented and I refuse to just be like Here's my stuff. Like you know, no, it's gonna look good. So yeah. yeah, whenever I can attack that, that's when it'll
0: come out. There's no rush, and that's a Tate Myers brand, which is yes. so great. I got one of your keychains, which I'm so lucky to have. Um, <laughs> so tell us about your branding and tell us about your personal work because I think it's so fun, it's so colorful, and yeah. it's even your even your mugs and everything are so cool. Like I would like to have oh, one well. one day.
1: <laughs> so I just um. I started watching a lot of like Looney Tunes and like Tom and Jerry. And like, I just, that stuff is just like a blanket for me. I would put it on while I was working and I just like look up and there's like a lot of, there's not a lot of dialogue in those shows. There's lots of music um, and like jazz and like orchestra, like kind of things. And so I put it on the background and then I slowly started noticing that, like, I was incorporating elements from like those classic cartoons mm-hmm. into my own art, which I mean makes sense because I'm surrounding myself with that art. Yeah. Um, so I just started like drawing and making like patterns with those like cartoons. But then whenever like for school, but then whenever I graduated, I was like, I want to do my own stuff. I was like, well, let me put these on a sticker sheet. And then they like looked really cool on a sticker sheet. And then I was like, well, what if I made a car freshener? Like I was trying to just think of things that weren't just like, here's a shirt, you know what I mean? Like I was trying to like be a little bit more creative with it. And so um, now I will like, I'm trying constantly to like revamp and think of new ways to like put my designs on other things. But like, I know like, okay, I put some stuff over here just in case, like for Christmas, I made these like Christmas ornaments. and so these are ceramic, but it's just like, they're just like fun little guys that I did. And then I, a lot of my stuff is pottery. Now or ceramic based, so I like-
0: Yes.
1: Panthers, like, a little paw inside. Oh, side. I love that. Um, but my like main like guy, I don't know if he's my mascot, but he's definitely the person I do the most is my little devil guy. This guy, he had a hard time in the kiln, so he's cracked on the sides.
0: But I love that. It's a keychain I have. Yeah.
1: He's <clears throat> nice got a little heart.
0: Oh, um, that's so cool. Love you.
1: Um, but anyway, so um, it's just I'm I'm doing so much experimentation that a lot of this is trial and error. So it's like. This is my first time doing something, like, this size with these underglazes or whatever. And so that's where I, like, learned, like, okay, I need, like, more support because there's, like, minor cracks over here. Um, But then, like, that's, like, a toad I made that I just put my design on. And then, like, let me see if I can point. I feel like I'm on the weather channel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Like, there's, like, a cuff I did with him. And then... <laughs> These guys, actually, I'm going to stand up and show you them because they are my favorite and I don't know how I'm ever going to part ways with them. Oh, Oh my God.
0: Look at those.
1: It's on the shelf. We need that. And then they have asses. (laughs) They're so awesome. And I just look at them like i don't need these like why do i need to have them i need to give it away
0: take we but, need that we need that
1: i i'm like i need you guys to all be friends and stay together though so.
0: put it in the shop we need it we need it
1: i know i and the thing is is that because everything i do is so experimental the first time i made one of these i swear it took me like five hours because i'm just like learning you know what i mean yeah then i go to the other two and i'm like like I know how to make this now and then you don't know how to make something after you do it one time so I'm like
0: heck no it took
1: me three hours you know what I mean so it's like I need to um, really like hone in on things and like practice them more so I like I like know how long it'll take and I can make it faster or whatever but I'm just like I don't know I just it's not that I lose interest it's that I just want to try everything I want to do everything I possibly can and I see if I see something that inspires me I want to like utilize that now like I don't want to make three more little guys Mm. and then do the thing I want to do I want to make the thing I want to do now so I think that is like a blessing and a curse about me because I have so many different things that I've made and that I do but then like I'm good at a handful of things but I'm not amazing at one thing you know what I mean and that's not like a dig on myself but it's just like if I made these all the time it would take me 30 minutes to make a little guy. You'd be a beast. Exactly but it's like that would be cool I think in the long run and like like financially you know I mean oh I can sell so many of these it takes a little to make but uh that's not really where my head's at like I'm just like Mm. I want to follow what makes me feel good and if that day it's making little leo planter with spots on his butt like that's what i'm gonna do because this is all on me in my terms you know right and that is the best thing about it um is that that it's it's how i want when i want it whenever i want to do it kind of thing
0: i love that and it's That's the cool thing about being an artist. You have the freedom to do that on your own terms. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck it. When you you feel like doing it, you'll do it, you know?
1: And it's like, but then it goes back to, like, making money through art, right? Mm. And so, it's like, yeah, like, you know, you do, I I know you do a lot of stuff on your own terms that, like, you know, how you want to make, how you want to take photos. But then it's like, when it comes to, like, okay, this is something I want to make a career out of you can't always do that and I don't think that's bad to not always do what you want obviously but I'm just such a selfish person when it comes to happiness and not in like I put myself before other people but it's like I'm not gonna go somewhere if I don't want to go there Mm. you know if I can stay home and work I'm gonna do that and I'm not gonna feel bad about it because it's like protecting your peace right um
0: got to got to
1: exactly so um, I agree with you It's the coolest thing But also There's I mean everyone The grass is always greener Like I wish I could Kind of just like Stop Every now and then And just like Focus But then I'm just like I don't know I'm happy either way Right So who cares
0: <laughs> I feel that It's funny I just went Full time artist uh, right. A couple of weeks ago Well no It's been like a month But You know I'm like you Like I'm not Super stressed I do things when I do them And I'm, I want to be happy you know, right. to be honest with you, in most cases, I like doing this type of stuff than taking photographs. Right. <laughs> this That's makes a me nice happy. escape,
1: right? Like, it's a nice, like, break from doing the other thing. And it yeah. doesn't mean you don't like taking photographs, but, like, you know, if you eat a ham sandwich every day, you're not going to want to eat a ham sandwich next day. You know what I mean? Like, it's like switch it up.
0: Yeah. In a, in a perfect world, I can do more of this type of stuff and do photo for fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm working towards that with kind of building the brand I'm building now, but I totally understand I wish I could do like make ceramics I wish I could do that kind of stuff you can.
1: And
0: I, yeah you're right. you're right you're right you're 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 inspiring me
1: well and I mean my best friend Emma she started taking us she moved to Milwaukee for this new job didn't know anybody and like I I'm not a gatekeeper when it comes to like what I'm interested in I'm like you need to like the things I like like yes let's talk about them whatever so Emma texted me was like hey like I'm thinking about doing like ceramics, like up here. And I'm like, yeah. Do it. Well, like, how did, like, do you, are, do you care? I'm like, what? No, you have to do it. Cause now we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and it's such like, it's one of the ceramics, especially like I couldn't recommend it more. It's so user friendly. Like everything I've shown you, shown, shown you, <laughs> this is like hand built. I didn't use a wheel to like make any of this. And I don't understand the wheel. Emma's a fucking master at the wheel. Oh, with really? That, you know, yeah, she's really great at it. And I, like, she hates hand building. So it's just like, there's so many different ways to get things done in ceramics and pottery that if one way doesn't work, okay, fuck it, let's try the other way. Um, You should try it. I'm going to hold you to that. Okay.
0: You know what? And there's a bunch of different outlets for that here, too. There's a bunch of- Yeah, here's the
1: artsy just, city.
0: Yeah, Greensboro actually is very big in the arts. So I, I, don't ha- I have no excuses, to be honest with you. <laughs>
1: I mean schedule can be an excuse I'll allow that yes scheduling schedule when you get used to working you know for yourself full time and figuring out what you got to figure out
0: yeah yeah In in time it would definitely happen because I want to do I'm like I want to explore different mediums you know I want to illustrate I want to be a graphic designer I want I want to make movies I want to do different shit so I gotta make time for it for sure
1: well especially because you do photography that like I don't want to say easily but like that moves into like making montages and film, you know, cause you have the perspective for what looks good. Um, and so it's not the same at all. I know that's it's so different as far as like what's required, but it's just like, I just feel like when you're an artist, you can apply that knowledge to this and this is gonna look good even if it's something like you're just starting or whatever, because it's just like, you know what a good composition looks like. And I think that's just kind of what it comes back to.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And with, with you being I guess such a well-rounded person what is the end goal like what do you think you'll end up doing like you know as as the, the tape myers brand where do you see it going so
1: uh my brand is chilling i'm on chill mode for tape makes i'm just like hey i, right. I, I, <laughs> I want to feel good when i'm doing it i'm working really hard at my corporate job that's where i like i want to feel stressed i don't want to feel stressed about a thing that's not supposed to stress me out. You know, it's supposed to be it's still something I want to be fun and good for me. Um, as far as like a career, I think I like I'm not this very impulsive person, but like I kind of like will hyperfixate on a career path for like a year and then switch to something else. Right now, I really want to do graphic design for the NHL.
0: Oh, um, nice.
1: Well, cuz yes. graphic design, it's like I can do it. I know it looks good. And it's so much faster to get things done versus like something that's like fine arts or illustrative. So, and it pays the bills, right? So I'm like, well, okay, I, I, I want to have graphic design as like a main source of income still. Well, I kind of figure out what I'm doing with this. And I started watching hockey a lot this season. And I like see the social media posts from these hockey teams and some look great and some need some help. And I look at the ones that need help and I'm like, I know how I'd make that. Like, and I know I'd make it a good job. Like I'd make a good uh, social media presence for them. And so I applied to a few teams. I don't have any, like my portfolio has graphic design work in it, but it's not like sports graphic design. So I'm not like applying and being like, please, like I'm applying being like, maybe you'll get excited and like maybe shoot me an email, but I don't think my portfolio has what these teams need yet. So I reached out to the Fayetteville league just recently and didn't hear back. And so I was like, saw them post on Twitter the other day. I was like, fuck it, DM time. dm to them, hey, I'm a designer, really interested about doing this. Is there like a possible email I could get? Oh yeah, here's our you know, communications designer, blah, 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 here's the email. So I just recently got the email for the Fayetteville designer for the Fayetteville Hockey League. And so I'm like, cool, because I think that's like kind of baby stepping to where I want to be. So, you know, and maybe if, if, I, if it does work out, you know, with a, a smaller team like Fable, I'll have those graphic design pieces in my portfolio that are hockey specific. And I can reapply to these bigger teams and these bigger jobs and they can see that I have more experience. So I'm just like, just kind of trying to baby step into sports design. Ooh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, I just, I love hockey and I love graphic design right now. So it's like, why not make them have a baby?
0: that'd be cool if you can get on board with like maybe it's an nhl board period i guess as opposed to a specific team if you can be on that i guess in that corporate graphic yeah. design person that would be super to mix up for all the teams
1: exactly and it's like sick. i'm not i'm not like i have to work for my team like no my team they got their graphic design shit on lock yeah like it is dope that nhl canes like instagram presence is, is so good looking Um, But, like, I applied for the Red Wings, the Detroit team, the other day because they had an opportunity open. So it's just, like, I don't care who I work for. Like, it could be, like, my least favorite team, which I don't know if I have one. But I just just think that would make me feel fulfilled, you know, to do two of these things that I really like and to be involved, not just with graphic design on a corporate level, but with hockey, something I really do care about and could learn more about. So that's where I'm at now. But I'm also just kind of, like, baby stepping back into making like patterns again because it's like as a freelance pattern designer once they know you're like you got it they'll come back you know what i mean yeah so that's something i really need to like refine on my website and get back into but i'm just again i'm just like whatever i want to be whenever i want to be it but on like a more practical level um to where i'm not like worried about bills and stuff so right now i want to do graphic design for hockey but we'll see where i'm at next year
0: i love that i I would love to look at your profile and like we'll keep it i'll keep it with you over the years period but like 10 years from now you're like this big name ceramics person (laughs) i'm just like take. i knew it i knew you would go this way different direction (laughs)
1: well and i think about my professors looking at my portfolio now being like what the fuck happened yeah i like I was supposed to do Carter's like that was the thing and that day I met with that professor who was like what are you doing he was like I thought you wanted Carter's I was like I applied like three times he's like what you're supposed to tell me I would have set that up he's like do you want to work for Carter's I'll make the call right now has his phone out he's like you move into Atlanta to work for Carter's and I was like he's uh-huh. like exactly next like okay Hey there. Yes. yeah it, it was crazy but no I just even my website i think is a little confusing you go onto it right now graphic designs my home screen Yep, oh, that's one right now jobs i'm applying for mm-hmm. but then you see illustration then you see my collections and i could see somebody who's like looking at my website because of graphic design be like what the fuck is a collection and then seeing all these ceramics and then being like huh like what like what does she what does she do and so <laughs> then you know i have a shop on there and so then it's just like I could see it being a little confusing to like a potential i don't know employer but also it's just like i don't know i don't yeah. fucking care i know what i can do i know i'm good at it and i know i'm gonna zero in and figure it out in the meantime so whatever
0: exactly and of course i'm rooting for you that's i think you're extremely talented and this is so great you do this interview and obviously there's a lot a thousand more questions i could ask you but I'll leave it to people who want to ask it. I tell everyone that I can't ask you everything during these interviews, but if they have any questions to so please hit you up. Yes, um, of course. But I will ask I've
1: talked my entire ass off this whole time, so can't oh. imagine there's much
0: to ask. <laughs> well, I really like I like that you went to SCAD because that was a very notable school and I know a lot of people were, you know, may have questions about that and they might hit you up from the interview. So yeah, um as long as you're open course. to that, that'd be awesome. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. 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 I guess my final note on SCAD is I had an amazing experience there and i can speak on that you know on its own yeah because uh, i know there's like there, there's some bad things people will say about you know big universities and big art schools in towns like savannah and i definitely get them and i back a lot of them but i had an amazing experience so hit me up if you need to know anything about scan
0: yes hit up the Tate myers lastly do you think you'll um stay in savannah <sighs>
1: I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I work remote and I travel a lot. Like I'm I, I'm about to buy a ticket to go to Baltimore. Uh, I went to New York recently. I'm going on tour with my boyfriend's band in like a few weeks for a week. And so it's like, I get my fix out of seeing my friends and my people and going to new places when I go on these trips, like every couple of months for yeah. just a week and I go to these places and I, I work from home, you know, so I, I'm on my computer. But I'm eating with my friends and like that is just it. and none of my friends live in one place. They all live like in speckled places across the country. So I don't think if I moved to one place I'd get like that friend fulfillment because I like I got my peoples, you know what I mean, and I know who they are and they're everywhere. So as long as I get to visit them. I think we're home bases doesn't really matter for me because I work, I, I love my studio here. That's another really selfish thing about wanting to stay in Savannah. I love my ceramic studio. I love the lady that owns it. So I think that's like my biggest thing um, outside of just, you know, being in a relationship with somebody here. Right. But on top of that, he travels like six months of the year anyways, cause he's on tour. Mm-hmm. So I could really live wherever, but I like Savannah. It's small enough, but big enough for me. We can walk everywhere, sweat our asses off, but have a nice, nice little winter um i think so i think i'll be here for a while
0: yeah savannah was i was actually very blown away by my experience in savannah it was very cool it's pretty diverse which i which i like outside of the when i was going out to places i realized oh it's actually pretty diverse you know Um, Yeah. yeah um but yeah it was a very pleasant and cozy place and i'm happy that you're there and i'm happy that you like it that's awesome
1: and you gotta come back in the in the fall when it's not 95 degrees
0: definitely the fall um i'm gonna creep down i'm gonna creep back down there in the summer just to hang out because you know me, i'm my friend sky and i know a bunch of other people down there so i'm gonna creep back down there and say what's up you know tate you know i gotta say what's up to the homie <laughs> hey i'll
1: be here i'll be here and i will have an empty room for like two months <laughs> oh <laughs> if you
0: stay here. oh shit maybe i can drag. Hey, I'll be in
1: between roommates someone signed a lease but she's not moving till september so
0: oh shit really okay i might have to <laughs> come chill there you go yes well
1: you're welcome yeah i'll have bring Kar- i bring i
0: Karin- bring Karin with me so we hang out there
1: we go
0: yes well tate this is so great um i want you to stay on the line because i gotta i'm gonna ask you to do something else for me i'm gonna ask you to recall you because the interviews getting ready the zoom things getting ready in, in two minutes so um <laughs> tate thank you for doing this you're the best person in the whole entire world please hit tate up are you taking commissions or no
1: i'm picky about them if it's something i want to do i'll do a good job and i'll take it but if it's something i don't want to do i know who can do it so hit me up and i will send you the right person
0: yes And if you have questions for tate please email her i'll have our contact information in the description Um, but thank you guys for listening and thank you again tate
1: thank you so much the free pizza podcast we are on spotify itunes soundcloud just go on the google app store go on everywhere check us out on instagram facebook myspace live journal twitter we tweet we'll do smokes niggles whatever y'all need thank y'all so much have a good night